Well, hello and welcome to Binge Watch, the podcast where we take a look at the hottest new TV and film releases on streaming television platforms. I'm Hannah Fernando, the editor of Woman Magazine. And I'm Ian McEwen, writer on TV and Satellite Week magazine and whattowatch.com. And today we're looking at the new releases for the week starting Friday the 25th of November 2022, including Catherine Zeta-Jones in Tim Burton's Adam's Family spin-off Wednesday on Netflix, and Apple TV's action thriller Echo 3, which was written by the creator of The Hurt Locker and stars Luke Evans. We'll also be looking at the Discovery Plus documentary Rebecca vs. Colleen, The Wagatha Trial, love it, and the return of Tim Minchin's comedy drama Upright, which will be on Now TV. Was there anything you wanted to ask me, Hannah? But first, Ian, what is in the news? It's like I don't do that every week. <laughs> I'm glad you asked me, Hannah. Coming up on Netflix next year, it's a second series of Our Planet, narrated by Sir David Attenborough, which will follow some of the billions of animals across the globe who make epic migrations. What else is in the news, Hannah? And on Disney+, Plus, Percy Jackson and the Olympians, Hamilton's Lin-Manuel Miranda will play Messenger of the Gods, Hermes in Disney Plus's adaptation of Rick Riordan's novels about schoolboy Percy, played by Walker Scoble, who learns that he is the son of Poseidon. I was hearing all about Poseidon last night from my daughter. So there you go. Well, I've sounded like a broken record, but uh, a very good week this week. I'm going to kick us off with a new Apple TV series called Echo 3. Here's a clip. Amber? If you're out there and you're listening, we're all so worried about you. You did nothing wrong. We're going to find a way out of this. So this arrived this Wednesday, the 23rd of November. It's a thriller. There are 10 episodes. And it's from the Oscar-winning screenwriter of The Hurt Locker, and Zero Dark Thirty. So it has a great pedigree. It stars Jessica Ann Collins as the scientist Amber and Luke Evans as Amber's brother and Michael Hulsman as her new husband. So it starts in pretty dramatic fashion. Uh, you see Amber has been taken hostage and she's being held at gunpoint and it looks as if she's about to be executed. Flashback to her wedding and she's very nervous about the wedding she's getting married to this guy who is very wealthy he is in the army with her brother played by luke evans and he has political ambition anyway there are some quite nice arty touches to this it takes its time it looks great the dialogue is very grown up it's a real grown-up thriller so basically amber is the area of science she works in is psychedelic drugs um, and how they can be used to cure addiction and to that end she's going to South America on a research trip and she wants to collect some plants and, and meet a shaman and just to just investigate this more that's that's her work uh, we also see the brother and the husband in a very dramatic hostage rescue situation in Afghanistan that's showing you what they do what's their 
their day job, their army commandos. Their nicknames are Bambi and Prince. Uh, so Luke Evans is Bambi and the other one's Prince. And that is thrilling. Really well done. It's great. It's in snowy Afghanistan and uh, there are snipers everywhere. It's superbly done. And at the end of episode one, I mean, we know this is going to happen already from the opening. Amber is kidnapped. Basically, the way it's going to play out across the series is that the guys are going to... It's a bit like clear and present danger, I guess. They're going to launch their own rescue mission because these these are the guys who do it for a living and they don't trust the CIA to bring her back. I mean, I really liked The Hurt Locker and Zero Dark Thirty. They were both great. This is just as good. Uh, it's action-packed, the strong characterization. It doesn't rush it. I can't wait to see how it all plays out because it's really, really well done and it's a great cast as well. What did you think of this, Hannah? Do you know what? I, I did like it. I think it's very kind of, it's action-packed, isn't it? And it's not something I would necessarily think I would like, but it, this has got Apple TV Plus's touch all over it. It's kind of a big production. And also, this kind of whole thing about survivor's guilt, it, it's just such a weird, I say weird, where's the wrong word? It's kind of an odd concept, isn't it? But yet, actually, the more articles you read about people that have survived um scenarios they they do they have to live with that guilt that they're still here and i think that it kind of has a different layer and quite often kind of action packed things don't it's very much surface level so the fact that this kind of um you kind of see the a, a bit of another layer if you like and um a bit of that kind of emotion for me made it more appealing something very different over on netflix that you're going to tell us about new fantasy drama called wednesday and here is a clip. Nevermore was created as a safe haven for our children to learn and to grow, no matter who or what they are. Should we meet your new roommate? Are you feeling okay? You look a little pale. Please excuse Wednesday. She's allergic to color. Oh, wow. Well, yes, fantasy dramas and I do not always get along, but on this occasion, Breaking news, hold the front page. This is for me. This is one for me. I mean, firstly, I mean, we kind of touched on it last week. Catherine Zeta-Jones is in it. And you know what? She doesn't do enough, I don't think. I don't know. She's got the look, everything about her. She She's the character that she plays. She plays Morticia. Um, and this is a spin-off series. And it comes from the brilliantly abstract, I suppose, Tim Burton. And so it really... It packs a punch every every step of the way, I think. So done by Netflix. So again, a nice big, a nice big uh, production. And it's following um, the adventures of Morticia um, and Gomez's daughter, Wednesday. So there's lots of adventures. Now, Wednesday is, I suppose you'd say she's an unlikable character, but I really quite liked her because, of course, she, she is somebody who... She's been, I think she's been expelled actually, and she has to go and um, she's been expelled from a high school, and she's forced to this new academy, and that's where it sort of starts. She doesn't really like anyone. She doesn't really have any feelings, and that can be quite difficult in life, as you'd imagine. But of course, this isn't in, in necessarily in the real world. She uncovers this very intriguing mystery at Nevermore, which is the, the school, this academy that she now belongs to. And um, the series kind of looks at her as a character. And Tim Burton always does have a bit of a twist, I think, with anything that he does. He kind of brings things to life. And, and he's brought this into 
the world now. So it's kind of the real world and the non-real world colliding and um, the mother-daughter relationship that she has with Morticia. And I, and I think he does quite a good job of that and not something that you'd expect, which is what I always like from things like this, because it isn't what you're expecting. It is a bit different. It has got a bit of depth. Um, and Wednesday has a really, really big part. I mean, this is about her. And I think um, the part is is played so well. I think she's um, she brings her to life. And, and as I say, what should be a very unlikable character, one that finds it hard to show emotion, has no emotion, has no feelings. You, you can't help but like her in the end. And as I say, Catherine Zeta-Jones, for me, she's not in enough, but Morticia is just absolutely um, captures her, I think. And it feels like she's just you know, she's just come home. It's a real soft landing for her. And it's really, I really, really enjoyed this. How about you? I absolutely loved it. I thought it was superb. <laughs> and I've got good news for you, Hannah. If you like Catherine Zeta-Jones, she will also be starring in another movie spin-off series, National Treasure, which is coming up soon on Disney+. Plus. Anyway, I am a huge Tim Burton fan and, and this is the perfect project for him, isn't it? It's absolutely his kind of sensibility. As you say, Jenna Ortega is is great <laughs> as Wednesday. She's fantastic. I I loved Catherine Zeta-Jones as Morticia. She, she really is perfect for the part. And I particularly like Louis Guzman as her husband, Gomez. The two of them together, we first see them, they're taking... Uh, Wednesday off to this boarding school in this the great big black Adams family car and they're kind of canoodling on the seat and singing to each other <laughs> and Wednesday is just staring at them looking miserable everything about it is really well done the circumstances of her leaving her original school are pretty grisly but really good it's just got so many good ideas in it as well. We meet her new roommate. <laughs> her room is all sort of rainbow colours, which, of course, Wednesday absolutely hates. And we meet um, a teacher who is played by Christina Ricci, who, of course, played Wednesday in the Adams Family movies. We also have Gwendolyn Christie from Game of Thrones. She is playing the principal or headmistress, as we call them in this country. So, yeah, I loved it from the start. I think it's terrific. Um, there's a really good fencing scene involving Wednesday in episode one. She's in a fencing match. Lots of good stuff. I hope we see more of Morticia and Gomez very much because I particularly enjoyed uh, watching them in episode one. But, yeah, it's everything you would expect from Tim Burton getting his hands on the brilliant Adams Family creation and material Loved it. fab you -lus. Over on Now TV, we have a returning comedy drama called Upright. Now, that arrived on Tuesday, the 22nd of November. And here's a clip. Meg. Miss me? What's going on? I'm looking for my mum. You can't show up after four years and just expect me to hop on a plane with you. This one's a bit young, though. Oh. You're in far north Queensland, every prick and his dog's run away from something. So I don't know if you caught Upright when it was shown first in 2019 on Now TV, Hannah, but it was about a troubled musician called Lucky, played by Tim Minchin, who also wrote this series, who he basically went on a road trip 
with this mixed-up teenager called Meg, played by Millie Alcock, across Australia, with a piano, hence the title, upright. Well, it's back. Uh, and it's a welcome return, to be honest. I mean, Tim Minchin, some people just too talented, aren't they? Like, he's a brilliant stand-up. He's a brilliant musician. He he wrote the songs for the musical Matilda, and he's written this, and he stars in it, and he's a very good actor as well. Sickening, really, isn't it? So I'm, I'm pleased to see this back. Clearly, they have to kind of invent a premise for these two to get back together, because we're four years on. The first time they met, they literally bumped into each other. They had a car crash. Anyway, that's by the by. You might, you might want to go back and, and watch season one just to get their backstory, but I don't think it's essential. As we pick up the action four years on, uh, Lucky, he's drinking, he's taking drugs... He's he's about to go on tour. He's a musician. Uh, he hasn't finished his album. He's being papped by photographers in compromising positions. His relationship with his girlfriend is a bit rocky. And then suddenly, out of the blue, Meg turns up on his doorstep. Millie Alcock is terrific as as this youngster that he, he kind of formed a bond with in series one. Uh, she's got she wears dms that are written on the back of them it just says piss on one foot and off on the other <laughs> she's a great character and the reason that she's come back is that she's discovered something about her family that she needs to explore that involves getting to queensland and she needs lucky to drop everything and take her to Queensland to, to sort out some family business. It's really well done. It's it, it's a quality piece of comedy drama. Um, Minchin is great in it, but Millie Alcock especially is fantastic. I was really pleased to see it back. I mean, episode one is pretty hectic because he's terribly hungover. His phone keeps ringing. He's being photographed. It's all pretty crazy. But Minchin portrays it really well. And um, it's, a, it's a great show. What did you think, Hannah? I hadn't seen the first time round. So and I, I don't think that matters, actually, um, particularly. But I, I do like this. I think the dynamic's really fun. I think it's quite uh, funny in places. It, it is really well done. And um, Tim Minchin um, and Millie Alcock have this really good rapport. It just really works. Um, the, their bickering feels very real, very authentic. Um, and I, I kind of feel like that would be me. If, if if I was on a road trip with someone, you know, because you're with somebody so close and um, you can't get away from them, and you see some kind of real soul bearing conversations, don't you? And uh, as you as you would in real life, so it is done really well. I really enjoyed it, and it's um, I think it's got eight parts, which is which is quite nice. I quite like it broken up, something to look forward to. Well, we're going to finish with something that I I would say is very much in your wheelhouse, Hannah. It's a, it's a documentary, it's a two-part documentary on Discovery Plus called Rebecca versus Colleen, the Wagatha Trial. And here's a clip. It was an extremely pyrotechnic response. She went for maximum damage and she definitely got it. I think respect's a big, a big thing in our family, you know, respect others and respect each other. She was pretty sure it wasn't her because it wasn't. I had no way anything to do with that story, getting to the sun. 
Yes, so you're quite right. The wag of the trial. Many a column inch has been written about this. And of course, this is a production about uh, the Wagatha Christie trial, as it was dubbed. Um, it has It's a two-parter, um, and it kind of documents everything that happened in the libel trial involving um, the footballers' wives, Rebecca Vardy and Colleen Rooney. Now, it was pretty interesting at the time. It was kind of going on around the same time as the Johnny Depp Amber Heard one, because that was sort of global. This wasn't. This was just kind of UK centric, I suppose. Um, but it's kind of the first time that we actually got to see celebrities hash it out in the courtroom. It was just so open and exposed. It was unbelievable. And I don't think anybody thought it would actually get to court. And what we see in this is we see interviews with uh, Rebecca and Colleen. Uh, during the process, talking about it, where Rebecca says she wasn't involved in it. Um, Colleen kept sort of a relatively dignified silence um, to a degree, but she was there compiling her evidence, I guess, for the trial, which she then she then went on to win. And um, some of the stuff that came out in it was just incredibly embarrassing. Some of the text messages that were that were were sent um, from from the celebrities involved, or you know, particularly from Rebecca Vardy, I should say. Um, Peter Andre did, didn't come off too well. Uh, that's all I'll say. Um, but it was um, it, it kept us all very captivated. It was it was just incredible just seeing celebrities and their their lives laid bare. I guess kind of digital forensic experts are involved. Journalists give their views in this, um, and it was so high profile. And this just brings it to life. And uh, I think we've seen a lot of sort of court drawings. We saw them. It was a bit of a fashion show as they went into the court each day, um, and then we all waited um, patiently for the verdict. I really, I really enjoy stuff like this. It won't surprise you, and I think this just brings what we already knew to life. Well, I sort of feel so much coverage has been given to this trial already that I wasn't really expecting to to get into this because it, it is a bit of a storm in a teacup in a way, isn't it? But it, it but it was, but it was Vardy who took Rooney to court. You know? <laughs> um, but. I I did find it very interesting. So the first I've only watched the first episode, which is the story from Rebecca Vardy's perspective, and she's still claiming her innocence. Um, it delves into her backstory, which is quite interesting. Um, you get comment from journalists and from lawyers and from friends as well. Yeah, I mean it is fascinating, really. I mean, part of me feels that. If you don't want people leaking stories from your life, don't put them on Instagram. But that's just me. That's just me. And 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 Rooney went to you know she was very clever. <laughs> but she did go to a lot of trouble to find out that it was Vardy and then out her on social media. And some of the abuse that Vardy got was absolutely appalling. But assuming that she is guilty, that doesn't excuse what she did but yeah it's well done I mean it is it's just a, such a bizarre bizarre case with a very good nickname so I enjoyed it um we got to that time Hannah where you reveal to us what you've been binge watching over the past week well I've got to be honest with you um it's all about the football in our house it seems it seems like a very strange time to be watching football it almost the weather it felt like the world was going to end just there it was so dark and raining <laughs> and yet the football was still ongoing children coming home from school saying we watched this in our lunch break and everyone was screaming for this team and I'm thinking I'm sure we should be at the pub when that happens <laughs> so that's that's keeping me involved at the moment 
Me too. Uh, what a day it's been today, of course. We had Saudi Arabia beating uh, Argentina and Tunisia drawing with Denmark. So, yeah, it's good stuff. I mean, I'm just going to watch so much football over the next few weeks. I'm going to be absolutely sick of it, but I love every minute. Uh, now, we're going to look ahead briefly to what's coming up in next week's pod. So what's on the agenda, Brenda? Well, next week we'll be talking about Emma Corrin and Jack O'Connell, who star in a new Netflix adaptation of D.H. Lawrence's steamy tale of love across the class divide, Lady Chatterley's Lover. Exciting. And Warwick Davis returns in a spellbinding sequel series to the 1980s fantasy film Willow on Disney+. Plus. So we look forward to those and more. But in the meantime, listeners... Keep... 